You could be right. He could be a bear. He could be a bear. He could be dumb. And then he goes, So what will it be? What will it be? What will it do? What will it do? Are you going? Are you not going? Like the two sides. And then it's just like, This is your stop. Okay, it's gonna be a long one. It's two minutes in already. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Blue Sky Episode Three. I'm your host Adil, and I'm your host Jono. We're your co-hosts. Co-hosts. We do it together. Should I have said co-host? No, you could say I'm your host, okay, and then I, I like backed it up too. So we both take ownership. Yeah. I think it's an equal sort of thing. Totally. Yeah. I just wanted to sound like I'm like I'm your host, and you're like no 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 I'm your host. Uh, I'm also your host. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a train wreck. I'm here too. Um, yeah, and uh, welcome to episode three. I've said it already, but we'll do it again. Um, if you've listened to the first two, then you know what you're in for. But you, if you haven't, you're then in for a treat. I, the expectations are so high now. They are very high. Yeah. Um, only because we have incredibly high standards for ourselves because uh, of our self-worth issues. Um, but we had a lot of fun the first two episodes, and I'm looking forward to seeing what murderous plot comes out of this bowl today yes the bowl good good good. you know that's a good transition if i didn't mention that it was a transition it would have been even better the bowl that we have there is filled with different prompts yes john was picking the bowl up and going through it and he just dropped one not looking okay yeah yeah don't cheat bump the mic uh so what what to tell you what the prompt is or what the bowl of prompts it prompts is uh let me clarify what we're gonna do today so we basically pick one prompt and then Using that prompt, it could be anything from a film genre like, hey, like last week we did, or last episode we did, action comedy. We picked it out, and then our goal then becomes we have to write a script, about five to six pages at most, uh, a script that revolves around the genre of action comedy. Yes. Am I, am I correct so far? That's correct so Nailing far. Nailing it? You, right. you did. You did yeah. a great job there. And then, uh, well, I totally blanked. The reason we call it Blue Sky, though is because the blue sky is the process in writing a script where you kind of just throw ideas at the wall. So you get to really, in this podcast, see us stumble upon ideas and stumble upon um, the script as we're coming up with it. You get to be part of all that, which we think is the most fun part, is just coming up with it. Because you'll start in this one area, you'll, you'll start at A, and you'll end up at B, but the way you end up there, I think the journey is so fucking fun. 100%. Hundred percent, and I would like to clarify: by stumble through, a deal means uh, the vigorous application of our love and passion for film and experience in the film world. Go on, aka stumbling. Yeah, it's, that's <laughs> no, a, you're right. Yeah. It's it's stumbling, but it comes from this place of like, like you said, passion and obsession of film because we we both work in the film industry and and we we love narrative stuff. Like we 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 don't do as much narrative stuff right now. We both work mostly in commercials, but. We love narrative stuff. We, we write on the side. We make our short films. Uh, whenever we get time, we make uh, our sketches and our other series. and Award-winning feature films. That's, that's Jono. That's not me. 
Actually, I have an award-winning short film. Yes, yeah, Steve. Huh? We're, we're award-winning Something. people. You should listen to us stumble. <laughs> but I think I think the ethos of stumbling really uh, hits at home. That what you're going to hear is like a raw sort of application of this. You're going to hear us think on our feet. You're going to hear us say a lot of bad ideas, and you're going to see us whittle those into hopefully a good idea at the end of every episode. And then you're going to hear us perform it for you like a radio drama. In the and same episode. In the same episode. It's a lot of work, so... Hopefully we have a sponsor already, <laughs> but I doubt it. F- future Jono and Adio, hope you have a sponsor. <laughs> Sweet. So uh, for the sake of time, should we just uh, reach into the Forsaken Bowl? The prompt. So earlier today, uh, Adil and I both wrote five genres slash characters slash tropes in here. Each. Each. So there's 10 in total. And I'm really hoping that I don't pick one of my own because I may have painted us into a corner. Okay, I'm going to take this one because it's just flopping at me. I feel like it's going to be mine. Oh, no. Is yours? Yes. Okay, what is it? (sighs) Musical comedy. Come on. (laughs) Should I ditch it? (laughs) Okay, before we ditch it. Fuck. Before we think of ditching it, sorry. What was I thinking? Yes. I don't know. Well, I just like blanked. I kind of see through the sunlight here. You got sci-fi. I'm like, fuck, why didn't I think of that? Um, well, I'm just thinking more like, it's a challenge. I just don't know. I've never written a musical period ever. Yeah, I've written songs, but never a musical. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Could we expand that to... Um, okay. I, I, maybe we could salvage this a little bit because I think it's a great fucking genre, prompt, prompt in general because yeah. like it's so out of our comfort zone, which I love. Okay. Um and that could create some cool shit. Sure. Okay. Now tell me this: Is School of Rock a musical comedy? Yes. There we. I, we're, I'm doing. We're doing musical comedy. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. You might only get to hear one song, but uh, it's gonna be a banger. Oh, we're gonna get to write a song. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. It's a musical comedy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I've, and if we don't, by the way, yeah, future you, whoever's listening, by the end of this episode, uh, if we don't get to a good place, we're sorry, but we'll we'll, we'll we will try. We're gonna do our best yeah. and. Uh, Hopefully, me undies jumps on board after this because it'll be a lot of work. Who All jumps right. on board? Me undies. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Blue Apron. Or yeah, or Blue Chew. Or Blue Chew. <laughs> yeah, I want to get some free samples of Blue Chew. Me too. <laughs> and I want to. I want the Blue Apron to cover up the yeah. results of the Blue Chew. Oh, yeah. a lot of blue. I like it. Okay. Uh, shall we? Let's progress? jump into the. All right. Okay, shit. All right. Um, well, here we go. I have a knack for picking tough ones. So Slapstick and musical. Slapstick. So oh, yeah. You were action comedy. That was a good one. I go very generic. Like, last one was action comedy. It was going to be sci-fi or, like, rom-com today. But, hey, I like yours because yours pushes us. Yeah. Pushing us for episode three. Yeah. It's, uh, okay. Ambitious. I'm just looking up our little definition of musical comedy. Uh, here's the Collins Dictionary. Musical comedy is a type of play or film that has singing and dancing as part of the story and that is humorous and entertaining, especially one written for the middle of the 20th century. Hmm. Huh? Middle of the 20th century. Mean? I think it means like 1950. So what I like to do... Uh, oh, sorry, is there more? Did I cut you off? There more? No, that's okay. it. What I like to do is... Um, just look up films. Yeah, that's what I tried to do. But, like references. So I got a couple. Okay, great. 
I mean, one of the classics. I've never seen this actually. Uh, you might have the producers. Uh, shit. That Matthew was, Broderick, Will Ferrell, and that was like Nathan a Mel Link. Brooks thing. Is that correct? That's the classic. Is Mel Brooks is a Broadway play. It's a movie, and then uh, Matthew Broderick, Will Ferrell, and Nathan Lane uh, made a, a version like ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah, I'm I'm totally out of my element here. La La Land. I, I actually don't like musicals, if I'm being honest. So I don't mind them. I think musical comedies. I'm very, I'm very picky. I'm very like this. Like again, I know I mentioned School of Rock, but to me, that's like the fucking one of the best, and it's it's just sewn in so well. You know what I mean? Like it's not like they're just forcing musicals in, uh, into it. Yeah, it's sewn into this guy's personality, his character, and then. Uh, and if anyone hasn't seen School of Rock, it's Jack Black who pretends to be a substitute teacher, and he's like a failed musician because his rock band kicks him out. So he takes this chance at teaching a class. Uh, where he finds out, oh my gosh, these students aren't only just smart, they're all just musically gifted because they have music class and they all play guitar and piano and all these instruments um, that he's like, I'm going to make my own band with them. And then even the musical scenes where he's showing off his guitar skills, his singing skills, the kids are playing drums and other things. It's it's just so fun. Sorry, I hit the thing. It's, it's so fun to watch because it's like, Again, it's like a purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do love when they can do it really well, but I feel you. I haven't seen that. Like La La Land, I love. See, I didn't, I didn't, like I started it and I was just like, do I want to watch this? Like, I feel like I needed to be in a theater to see that and I missed the boat. So um, I think Fair. I made a joke about uh, La La Land in an earlier episode. But um, yeah, it's like if there can be a clever way of baking the song in, um, I think that's that's a must and like setting like what I've never seen singing in the rain yeah I've seen it but uh you know I blew that out the hatch I think university took care of those brain cells um <laughs> hmm South Park bigger longer uncut is uh, classified as a musical interesting I mean they have songs in it right yeah they so. do and like, well, I guess like even Team America, like the whole, uh, like Trey Parker's movies tend to have big musical elements, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the more, so the more we do this, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, this will be a good challenge. It yeah. just might be a long episode or a lot of work to edit. But um, what comes to mind, like, because I'm like, how can I apply my life experience to that in order to bring something funny? Ooh, okay. Because like, uh, I grew up playing music, playing in bands and shit and touring uh, in punk bands. And a lot of funny things happen in that world. Uh, a lot of not funny things happen in that world. But like maybe there is sort of an unorthodox setting like that, like a DIY punk band or... Um, How many bands have you been in? Oh, I would say in the 20s, in the low 20s maybe. Wow. Okay. But like... That's because I've been playing music since I was yeah, like yeah, yeah. 14 or something. That's so if I'm crazy. counting all the bands. But the bands that did stuff, like toured and whatnot, probably like in the 10. That's still freaking awesome, dude. Oh, wow. It's a lot. That's, and luckily lot. enough with a lot of the same people. And then I just keep meeting people that are, that are in that ilk and continue to do it. So Do you have uh, a favorite band that you were part of? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's tough to say. Probably this band Attention because I got to tour Europe and the States and... It, we kind of like did a lot of work with them and it was all with dudes that I grew up with and uh wait wait, yeah, wait when was, was really this fun. like long time ago or? no this was like late aughts like we probably existed from like 2009 to I think our last tour was 2017 oh wow eight yeah. Years, yeah yeah which is fucking crazy very very crazy whole other life you lived um and I actually 
we could totally like play in this world, but I wrote a pilot. I was applying for like a Nickelodeon writing fellowship a couple years ago when I was in LA and uh, I wrote a half an hour pilot called uh, The Holy Torso, which is about uh, a band that I sort of loosely based on a band I was playing in at the time where I'm, I was playing in a two piece with uh, an editor friend of mine, Izzy, uh, called Found Objects and just kind of realizing like our day-to-day at work like we're listening to voiceovers and commercials and shit for like trucks and like just dumb products or whatever and then going home and then getting in a van and going on tour with like crusty fucking punk bands and like so we're going from this very sort of ostensibly glamorous life to a shithole life yeah in in a a barely working van and playing on those two tracks because like in one on one hand like you know you like to have a career you like to make money and have an easy time paying the rent but you still kind of chase those glory days of being in a punk band and having no responsibility and smoking all the cigarettes and drinking all the paps blue ribbon so that could be that could be something of a glory days thing which would lean into the like that school of rock world where uh jack black is sort of vicariously living through these kids by nurturing their talent you know yeah there could be something in that um or it could just be like like someone going for a job interview or like call center the musical you know (laughs) or like that's what i'm trying to think is like again like i did mention i like it when there's like reasoning so it's like do we put this person in the music world like are they uh, a band member who has like two lives Um, or is it a dr jekyll and hyde musical can we do a comedy about this bumbling scientist which is completely different so i'm just like that's where i'm trying to also find the needle it's it's do we lean into that it's the music world which i'm not against or do we lean into a world like call center or scientist or whatever where it's like a world that usually wouldn't usually wouldn't have music but it's like this that could be that could be fun i think that might be more relatable and generate more fodder for it if we do like the call center thing where like it's just this one person with a vibrant inner life who sells fucking subscriptions to magazines or something you know what i mean okay can i throw two things at you yeah so one as a joke but then i'm like this might be funny is we could do prison and prison's a joke because of our improv class but uh we do scenes in prison a lot in our improv class somehow that's our gun for michael scott's gun is our prison (laughs) um uh we could do a prison break musical which i think is fucking funny because we can have fun with it so that's one idea. The Shaw, the Shaw, the Shaw sang redemption. Oh, that's good. I was that like, was really I hard to get out. I thought you couldn't say Shawshank. Uh. I thought you were having trouble saying Shawshank. I was having trouble not saying yeah. Shawshank. <laughs> exactly. That's what I realized. I'm like, oh, he's, that's good. Uh, yeah. Shaw sang redemption. Shaw sang redemption. Shaw song redemption. The song sang redemption. Uh, okay. Uh, and then my other idea on your call center idea was or my other pitch for the uh, for the uh, and this is what blue sky is guys we're just gonna pitch shit until we nail something that we that excites both of us yep um at the call center or any corporate job is it starts with because again short film five minutes or whatever right uh it starts with someone waking up and in, into a musical world and it's they're they're gonna go ask for a promotion today yeah and it's like this build up to the promotion and every time they talk to people outside the musical it's like talking dialogue yeah and then by themselves they're like in this musical and they're like i'm gonna ask for a promotion yeah yeah or like it could it could also start with like that really drab sort of you know camera pushing into an office 
and you know there's just kind of one person isolated where we can kind of tell they are a little bit different and we get close to them and like he's it's like an outgoing call center let's say they're doing subscriptions to magazines i'm just going to glum on that we'll think of something funnier but like we get to him and it's like sigh he hits the button to call or she hits the button to call and it's like hello i need a little of your time hello will you buy a magazine of mine hello you know something like that and like you know and they can get up and kind of go around the thing and like everyone's just like droning around them and and whatever because today uh uh, maybe you can get on this notion because today I'm going to ask for a promotion. Hey, boss. That's all I got. No, I love it. I love it. I'm just, uh, no, I'm just trying to add on to you because I'm thinking, it's okay, in short film, do we start there and then that, like, what's our stakes? What's our arch? Or is it, and again, this might, uh, I'm just throwing bullshit. If it starts with uh, going into the workplace, mm-hmm. into the boss's office, and this is a, it starts with a more happier song, right? The whole film maybe. Yeah. And then the boss goes and, and she enters and the song ends with the door closing behind her as she walks into the boss's office to ask for the promotion. Yeah. Right. And then he says, that's what dialogue is. And he says something like, um, well, there's a lot of people who want the job or whatever, something. And he gives her like a, a target. If you sell this many today, we can discuss it. And then the next scene is this. Because now stakes are being left. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she sits down. And then it's funny because, I mean, man, I want to make this now because it's funny because when she sits down and she starts uh, having her moments, you see like neighboring uh, co- uh, cubicles doing choreography, like very similar, like, because you see that I see this. Okay. So I'm going to, sorry, I'm going getting ahead of myself. Um, wide shot, like exactly what you're saying. You see a bunch of cubicles, but you see one office person in the middle and you can tell they're like the special yeah. character, which is our character. And then because you see other people working in their offices, they're all like almost same like outfits, like different colors, maybe like of like a, sh- a button up and a tie, like blue, red, green, yellow yeah. all around her. A little mundane though, like uh, wash out colors. And then uh, as it goes, dum, 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 hello. And she starts, it's like they all kind of hang up their phones, right? Yeah. And then she says something else and then they all kind of move over and tick something on their calendar. But it's like yeah, it's choreography sort of happening around them, yeah, yeah, yeah. around her and as it's going into her. Yeah. That could be fun. Yeah, and like she has like a headset on with a cord, but like the cord is just infinitely long, so she can navigate the space and still yeah. be talking to people yeah. and yeah. like going to the break room. Because like it, it might be cool to yeah like. It's well, no, like, even that scene we could live in the cubicle that whole song, but it's around her. There's so much happening. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, that, yeah. and that, the song is on the phone because I like the idea of a call center person. Like that's funny. I'm doing a musical about the selling something. Yeah. So it's like in this mundane world. And she's in her shitty cubicle, but she's singing. And the choreography could be a little bit of her while she's making gestures with her hands and stuff. But it's like these small things of the other employees around her. Yeah. 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 Or like to to add some the comedy to the musical comedy too. Like if we do that chord thing, like she could do a bunch of stuff at the cubicle. Like maybe we should divide it up into like maybe it's three short songs or something like that so like intro we set up what she's trying to do gets the gets the sort of get from the boss go sell this shit and we'll talk about it goes and sells this shit uh in three stages runs into the obstacles by the third stage shit is kind of either going her way or or going against her and then the final scene is 
like we kind of bookended, I guess, with the interview and it's like, or with the boss and it's like, yeah, you didn't get it. Or like, you should have sold one more or like, you know, there's just some blow line there. Um, or just make one big song that encompasses the whole thing. Yeah. Right. That is what I'm kind of going back and forth. And on then, cause if she, and then, uh, I, I kind of went down another tunnel there, but, uh, like if she gets up, and she still has that corded thing on she could be like interfering with people and like people could be moving around and like they could trip over the wire or like get tangled up in it or like it could be causing chaos yeah, and yeah, like yeah. she she manages to sell 10 magazine subscriptions or whatever uh but then she's destroyed the office in the process mm-hmm. and they're like you have to go home this yeah. is not acceptable that's good too yeah, or she starts a fire and burns the building down or something, you know? Through the musical. Yeah, and, like, the firemen come in and they're singing, like, get out, get out, get the fuck out right now, you know? <laughs> that like could be that. that could be something. Um, but it seems like call center is a good one. Have you ever worked at a call center? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Oh, you man. do? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I worked, dude, that was, like, my main job from... Like all throughout university. Wow. And then after university for two years. So I like did it. Five, six years. I did it in university too for a summer, but it was just too depressing to handle. Um, but when I was in high school, we had like a job placement class and I was like, I'm going to go to Nova, Nova care, whatever the fuck the, the thing was, the call center. Oh, what was, oh, I wish I could remember the name of it. Cause it's like the perfect call center name. <laughs> It'll come to me. It'll come to me. But uh, I was like, I'm going to get a placement there and I'm going to work at the call center. And that's a practical application of my job placement. And uh, yeah, no, it was bad. S- Servicom. That was, does sound fucking It's called yeah, Servicom. Yeah. No, I work for banks. I yeah. don't name them, but <laughs> I work for two different banks over the four or five years. I think I was selling like literally subscriptions to something. And then one was a charity and you just have to like swindle people. And do you like kids? Do you like the, <laughs> the blah, blah, blah? See, yeah, it 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 is. It's the the fucking horribleness about call centers is that they're so repetitive, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's so mundane because it's like, and it's not like you can do a call and then take a second. It's very like, how many calls per hour are you doing? That's what they're looking at, even mm-hmm. especially if it's outgoing. It sometimes it's almost as important as if you're even making sales. There's more important. And they're more concerned in like, did you make thirty calls this hour right. or whatever. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's fucking, it's, it gets pretty sad. And but then you make fun by just having friends around or like in different cubicles. I did that. I made yeah. like a good click. I wasn't like, I don't think I was actualized enough as a person <sighs> like to do that. Like I was just so timid and like unsure. I was still in university at that point. So like I hadn't like broken free of my, uh, sort of prescribed path from like, you know, you graduate school, you go to university, you get a job, you get a degree in psychology and then you start a practice or whatever, grad school. Before I like had a meltdown and went to uh, film school. Um, So like, I just didn't really have it in me to like see the beauty in the mundane and shit like that. Because now I can kind of sit anywhere and be like, I'm going to get something out of this even if it's boring because like my brain will yes hand it or try and escalate shit and like the gift of, of, being a part of improv and having improv in my life was, I think, if I had a, had a call center job later in life, I would have fared better. Um, but my friend, a couple of friends of mine um, in university worked for an illegal call center where they would call senior citizens and sell them fraudulent credit cards. Oh, my gosh. And get them to pay money and the people would never see the credit oh cards. Oh, my gosh. Which is completely despicable. Shame on you. You know who you are. And I will not 
call you out. I'll see you next week we for beers. A, a Patreon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see you at my wedding reception or whatever. Um, I don't think any of us were smart enough to know that that was pure evil at that point. Like we were all just drinking and trying to get money. But anyway. That made me think of that in like robocallers and like, you've won a cruise and blah, blah, blah. So like, could this be also an illegal call center? Well, I was going to go uh, another place when you said that. Um, have you seen Punch Drunk Love? Yeah. Love Punch Drunk Love. Oh, so good. Um, there's something about, because I'm trying to figure out like, where's the heart in this? Because I love it so far already, like the song and all that. But I'm like, the promotion, is it? Is there enough heart in that? Like what I loved about the, oh. Keep going. I got it though. I got I got something from that. Oh, Keep going. Keep going. I was gonna I was gonna say, what if it's a rom com, but through a call center where maybe she falls in love with a guy over the phone, or he falls in love with a girl over the phone, or something like that, or something that goes beyond like taking the mundane and making it more interesting. Mm. And maybe the promotion's still a B plot or B story or whatever. You yeah, know? I like the idea of falling in love with someone on the phone. Uh, that's pretty cool because then there's comedy in the reveal of who that person is. Mm. Are they who they say they were? Are they better? Are they worse? Oh um, my gosh, dude, that could be the whole film. It start and I'm sorry, I, keep your. I know you have an idea. I too. got it. I wrote it down. Oh, so. sick. Okay. Um, I was gonna say, what if it starts with? So fuck the promotion for now for a second. What if it starts with your like that thing that dum dum that whole thing? Hello, and she says one phone call. Right. It starts just introduce the world. That's a musical, right? the person she's selling to in that song is a quick 30 second song or whatever it ends. He's like, no, I don't want it. Like it's a funny ending to this whole buildup. Yeah, it's just and like, then the next person she talks to is the guy or he talks to whatever, but say it's the, she falls in love. And then the rest of the film is her excited. Cause they, they're like, do you want to meet somewhere? Meet me at the park. And now it's this buildup of, and then as she's going to meet him, she's all excited. And then on the bus, she's like, but wait. And then she starts thinking of what if he's, uh, what if he's not attractive? What if he's not? What if uh, he's a think, killer? Yeah. What if he's a killer? Uh, or, or or like in the rhyming scheme, you go. Or what if he's like uh, a, a child pretending to be an adult? Like she's really thinking of like all the weird situations. Like what if it's two kids what dressed if, up in a trench coat? Yeah, like yeah. which makes. What if it's two boys on each other's shoulders? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she, uh, so, it's like this arch of like. And she talks herself out of it. Yeah, and but then, then she and still then, shows up. But then, or or she doesn't show up, and like she talks herself out of it, skips the stop. And then we leave with this like super handsome guy waiting with flowers by yeah. the bench. And she's just like the bus driving by. She's looking out the window or something. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. I do. But I was thinking, uh, what if she works at an illegal call center, mm -hmm. right? And her pitch to her boss is, let's try a legitimate sales plant. Like, let me sell magazine subscriptions. Let me sell charitable donations. But we actually do it. And he's like, if you sell... 30 of those I'll entertain it. So it's yeah. her trying to do that. But then maybe she falls in love in the midst of that. I don't know, but there's something like the humanizing it, like turning an illegal call center into a legitimate call center is yeah, kind yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. a funny, uh, course of action for a character. And then who else is going to work at this illegal call center? They're going to be the like the, the sort of chuddy dudes who don't really think beyond the need to make money. Not, not, you know, people have to make money however they can. Uh, it sucks that you might have to hurt senior citizens' uh, bank accounts, but that uh, always makes me think we're of, paying uh, for that pension. That's our money too. So. <laughs> yeah, we're we to justify that. <laughs> you ever seen a uh, wrecking for a dream? Yeah, uh, the mom and that getting scammed or whatever. Or like, mm. uh, that always makes breaks my heart, man. Yeah. Like whenever I think of like senior citizens getting scammed, I think of that scene and her just like almost accepting herself, being like, "This is my life. Like I'm at the end of my life, and whatever. If it's sad, it's sad, and it's just like." 
Yeah. And the whole catfishing thing too. Like you watch like, uh, did you ever watch 90 Day Fiance? No, but I've heard so many stories. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, not a big reality fan. Uh, like I don't seek it out, but I have friends that do. And when I watch it with them, it is juicy. Reality shows, I don't watch at all. But when I do and it's with people, it's so entertaining. Yeah, exactly. With I, people, it's the fucking best. Yeah, like, it's like, you, like sports. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. Like if Some people like just watching it and I totally get it. I see the entertainment. I just it doesn't click for me, but when I watch it with people, I totally get it. I'm yeah, like, oh, this so is fucking like, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. And you just it's like endless material for yeah. jokes. Um, um, so falling catfish in love. Catfish the musical. Catfish the musical did ring, run through my head. So like, is she okay? She wants a promotion. I'm uh, almost saying fuck the promotion. Like again, I, I know. But but then but that gives her this motivation to like go out and blast people, and then she meets she, the guy. Then she meets I'm just the worried guy. about time. You know how I am That's with the true. short script. Like it's five pages. Yeah, because then because like we could just kind of don't bore us. Get to the chorus with uh, which is starting, and she does a bunch of calls, and it's just like the 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 verse breaks. Like the song could keep ending abruptly until uh, she, she ends up with that one. She guy. ends up with that one guy. Yeah, or, or woman yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because the way I see it is that initial song can bring us into this world. Because now you get like you get all the details within the song. It could be a minute song or whatever, but it's like the mundane uh, like office her be- and the cor- the way it's like dun, dun. it's very like mellow and. You know, her just being like, can you like she's like very bored on her job and trying to sell stuff. Mm-hmm. And again, gets cut off and this person and the reactions can be different, but similar abruptness. But maybe one guy's like, no, one person's like something else. But it's always ending like killing her sale. Mm-hmm. And then the third or fourth person's like the the potential love interest and then cuts to like her going home and getting ready or going on the bus already. Like cut to like, you know, going to see this guy now. And as she's going there, like she could just leave work and there could be like a joke like of the boss being like but it's only 2 p.m or something like that yeah. and then she's like she makes some excuse up yeah some funny quip so how do we also do this where it's like do we in my head i keep picturing that like there's music and dialogue music and dialogue is that what you're picturing or you're picturing one long song i'm picturing like like when she talks to the love interest i'm picturing it's it's not musical anymore like on the phone yes i think there'd be i think it would be I think it would be tough to make it all one song, uh, like as in front to back, just one long track being played, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. But if we break it up with dialogue scenes, even if they're like one word or two words, it's just a little yeah, yeah, interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like we could focus on... Um, story building through that Just too. the story building through that and kind of write just the story beats and then go in and paint the song. And then we'll have to call someone to... Uh, perform it for us what do you mean we'll, we'll have to get a a beautiful oh, we gotta read email this too after Sorry. For, for we could do character. it we could but it might be for funny. the sake of the read for the sake of the read i don't want to i'm just worried about complicating and getting someone yeah well like yeah we'll figure that part out i guess but yeah but, we get I, I completely forgot we're gonna sing these songs <laughs> yeah we're gonna just sing them but uh That'll be fun. That'll be the that'll be the ultimate challenge. Um, get someone from improv class to do it. That's it. Like, we, yeah, exactly. I won't name names right now, just in case uh, we don't get them. Something <laughs> happens, but uh, you might hear a special guest singer on this one. Um, shit. Well, okay. So let's recap what we're saying. I yeah. feel like I feel like we haven't. And again, man, I don't want to. Do you? Are you feeling this? Oh, I am. I okay. am. I'm just like nervous as shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
It's, it's new. Thanks for that suggestion, by the way. Good prompt. Like, you son of a bitch. Uh, it's it's crazy. You know because it's gonna be one of the one of the ones that you wrote. I know. It's like I imbue it with like this is gonna happen because I'm like, why am I writing musical comedy? And I like cringed and put it in. And I'm like, I'm not gonna pick that. Yeah. <laughs> like you have so, control. But then why over it. why would I even put it in there? <laughs> yeah. Like before I came here, I left my house and I earlier I plugged my phone in and I just put it on the windowsill, and I said as I put it down, I'm going to forget this. And I got to my car and, and you, you had forgotten. I was like, you knew that was going to happen. So why are you mad? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know, man. And I'm like, you just you had a whole dialogue with go, yourself. Go upstairs. Oh, that's if, if the, the blue sky podcast in my head is is real and, and always yeah. happening. Do you I mean, I, you know what I'm a victim of uh, victim of, you know what I'm a. Uh, it's like the podcast starts and I can't think of words anymore. It's so fucking annoying. I am mm-hmm. uh, a. What's that thing like? I I do this, so I am a thing of this. I am I, a. I think, therefore, I am. No, 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 <laughs> no Socrates. Uh, no, as in like, uh, like when you say this, uh, I'm trying to like play fucking charades with you right now. Uh, there's this word you say, and I can't think of this word right now, but it's like, I am a of this. I do this all the time. I wear my socks backwards. I am a of this. A textbook example, a definition. You get in there. Uh. I am a. Is it just one word? It's one word. Damn. I am a not victim of this. What's the opposite of victim? Uh, <laughs> uh, champion. <laughs> Can we just nix all this whole thing up, please? Uh, I do this a lot. Where do you do this? I know you talk to yourself. I talk to myself a lot. Do you laugh at your own jokes? Because sometimes I laugh at my own jokes, and I'm like, I'm so funny, and then I then I cringe because I'm like, I just said that. <laughs> Uh well I feel like a lot of my career has been laughing at my own jokes and no one else doing that so <laughs> at uh, least we laugh at our own yeah, jokes yeah yeah you know I I ultimately like I'm a culprit myself. of this culprit culprit is the word I guess we have to leave it in now because we got there sorry we I just a lot of time there no it's it's fine it was only like three minutes or whatever <laughs> it was only twenty minutes um okay let's do okay, a quick recap so recap musical comedy that takes place in a call center main character is a woman who would like to achieve is it a woman uh i just like we just wrote two dudes yes i like the woman idea too but and, i and and if we're gonna do this dating thing i would rather like oh, make the man the sort of punch punching bag than well a it's woman. not even that it's the oh my gosh we can play on the reality of a da- of dating and for, for, for the woman's side it's it's very different because it's, it's like I'm, I don't know this person, you know? Yeah, Where a guy's very like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, there's like, guys could kind of fuck around, but uh, if a woman is, is going to go meet a guy for the first time, it could be potentially dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And not to, you know, make light of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is more fodder for, yeah. you know, it also empowering her and not just <laughs> shitting on, like, oh, what if she's ugly and what if she does? Like, yeah, yeah. Instead, make, it's I'd really... I'd rather make fun of dudes because yeah. they're the lesser of the uh, the fair... The fair Spectrum of genders we've got. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, can you say fodder? Can you explain it real quick? Fodder? Oh, fodder. Because um, can I be on, okay, first explain it? Well, like uh, fodder is like uh, what you would like. What would I think? It's just the shit that comes out of a cannon, or like it's just crap. Like I, I learned the word from Star Wars when they said bantha fodder, which is just like mulch and shit and mm. whatever hay clumps or whatever they would feed animals or like whatever. So fodder. It's just, in this t- context, in this context, fodder would just be ideas and and things that we can mold into better ones. That's interesting. I always thought whenever you, because you use it a lot, I'd li- I'd like it a lot too. Uh, but I always thought you meant more like fodder is like 
um, things to burn, things to use as like uh, um, yeah, uh, arsenal almost. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's like here's weaponry. So fodder is like here's some more shit. So if we make this person say a woman, we have more uh, arsenal for the script. Where it's like we have more opportunities to make more jokes on this guy, for example. Yes, right? yes. Okay, and but. Also, whenever you say fodder, it sounds like you're Dwight Schrute saying father. Well, it sounds like a Cape Bretoner saying fodder, yeah, too. Yeah. Father, Luke, yeah, exactly. I, Luke, no, I am your father. Exactly. That's what I, whenever you do it, I have this, like, urge to make that joke. So I just want to clarify. Um, okay, cool. So recap again. Call center, woman on the phone, doing her mundane, boring job. We start with a song showing this world that she has this mundane, son of a bitch. Yep. We start with this world. We start with this world where she has this mundane, boring job. Yep. And we introduce that with this song. Correct? Mm -hmm. What's next? Mundane, boring job. Uh, we we use the song to uh, like sort of propel the rote, the sort of repetitive boilerplate aspects of her job. And there could be like a Bohemian Rhapsody type, like, no, 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 no kind Bismillah. of thing. Bismillah. Yeah. <laughs> we will not let you go. Uh, and like something like that, you know, and like cool dolly shots of like fucking the whole people like just shutting their phone or slamming their phones down or some shit. But then there's one voice that kind of just entertains it and talks for a little while longer. Uh, or just by the first sound of his voice and he just says something and she's just like wooed or whatever. Yeah. Or he, or he makes like a, a reference to like some kind of film or whatever. And you see her look up at her cubicle wall and she has a poster of that film and she's like oh tell me more whatever you know she's like right away you're like oh she's like swooned you know yeah yeah and like maybe too like she could be lamenting how annoying her job is and how no one listens to her and it just feels like an extension of of her own life where she's just not noticed and not, doesn't mm. feel like she's seen and then she could be like oh and while the phone is ringing like there's like a big sustain part or something or a big swell and then the guy's like, were you just singing? And then she kind of gets embarrassed for a second. But then he's like, no, that was beautiful. Ooh, okay. You know? Mm. Or is that too, like, should they not be, should the song just sort of be yeah. almost her inner world? That's what I like personally. But it's, uh, yeah, because my thing is, even though, again, School of Rock, the example I keep giving, doesn't do that. It's like the music is apparent. But now that we're doing a call center and she's singing so much, they I should feel be like. Oblivious. Yeah. But like. But could it be something where he's like, were you singing? And then she's like, oh, no, uh, I it's outside. of Like she realized she thought like, it was in her voice. It. Then she looks around and like she's like, yo, Ned, was I just singing? And he's just like looks at her and like just goes back to the call and doesn't say anything. And she's like, how, how could he hear me? How could he hear me? And then. Uh, I mean, that's interesting in my head. Yeah, exactly. Like he only only he can hear her sing. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I like that. That's why she falls in love with him. It's like such a tender love of like he hears her without her. Even that trying. could be a funny. Excuse me. Jesus um, Christ. I'm having <laughs> trouble. Like, I'm having trouble. That could that. be. Uh, that could be. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> are you good, man? Yeah, I grew up in a mining town, so my lungs are fucked. Um. It would be funny if he could hear her. He's the only one that can hear her singing because when she had, if if we go down to the end where she gets on the bus, she's gonna go meet him at the the that fountain downtown Toronto with all the dogs. You know that dog fountain by this no. Flatiron building, beautiful, oh. fountain, beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, 
he could be waiting there and she could decide that he's this he's this you know sketchy ugly wretch dude or whatever and then uh at the end she's she's still singing but then we leave the bus and we just hear a bit of ambient sound and just her faint singing being like no he's probably a loser and then he can just kind of like hear her as she's as the bus is driving away you know what i'm saying does that make sense yeah but because you know how like uh yeah that's his red rose that's how you know as an audience that he's the character that yeah and she's gonna come see because he he's hears it. it and he and she, she she he can hear her being like he's probably this he's probably that but he's actually like ostensibly handsome and yeah is there and just kind of gets his feelings hurt and that's the sort of she, below yeah. line if we have time depending on the how what page we are on the script it'd be nice maybe like a he has a soliloquy like a yeah. song where it's like if you're just like well shit i waited you know like yeah. he has like a <laughs> or like he's he's about to start singing and then we cut to black or something you know like oh that'd be good or i was gonna say i mean this is a potential we'll see what uh, we i do like our endings we figure it out as we write it but uh it could even end with a dark ending you know how I like my dark endings where it's like he's it's like a handsome guy and he starts singing and you're like Oh, she missed uh, a chance at love. And then he ends with like, I guess I'll just go strangle a cat. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Like, he, wait, yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wait, what did he say? And then that's how the film ends. And you're like, thank God she missed out on this guy. What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you, you do the joke of she skips because she thinks he's sketchy. He's not sketchy. But he but is sketchy. He is sketchy. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I like that. Twist to untwist. I like that. Um. Okay. Okay. One thing we don't have right now, which we could try to do in the writing process but we have the beginning which i love where you create the mundane world you uh then end the mundane world song this song we'll call right now the mundane world song um she she uh, it ends with her saying hello and he picks up and he goes you have a beautiful voice or whatever right sparks it's a quick scene of love between them it's very scott pilgrimy very like on the nose of like oh and then i i usually don't do this or whatever and then they're like he's like well what, what time are you off? And back, back and forth. And it's a quick moment of they've decided they're going to meet, right? Cut to this part we don't have right now, which is her build up to now she's going to go see him. And mm-hmm. is she, does she maybe go home and have a song with her mom being like, I met this boy on a phone. Or does she go and talk to her friends and uh, her roommates and have a song with them? Like a, like a, like a, uh, a Grease type song. Like, right. Like friends forever or whatever. Like a very punchy kind of. I feel like to keep it lean it could just be her effort to leave work at that moment you know what i mean like she's gonna leave work early to go do this like i'm gonna go i'll, I'll you right yeah, i don't know but now. you know okay you know how we want to have that she meets him on the phone she leaves work early we still want that chunk of now second guessing mm-hmm. like just going through this big song of like what if he's a lo- it should start happy that song being like this might be the guy whatever and then going to but what ifs and that's like your fun like ballad of like it starts happy then your bridge is kind of like what if he's not what if he's not and then your ending chorus is i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna meet him yeah it's just that whole part should it be on the bus or should it be starts her getting ready like it kind of goes through a montage of getting ready getting on the bus and in between she has friends and other people she sings with yeah i it's tough because like i just had a couple visions of like random passers-by joining in on the song or the bus driver but then does that break down the whole only one guy can hear her sing but we could we could clarify that with like they could uh sing back and then she could stop and be like wait can you hear me and the guy's like what are you talking about and then she goes back into song and then he's like you know that's might be kind of a bit but but uh, i don't think the make or break is if uh our care okay okay let's give them names real quick uh quinn 
the main girl? Or give me a better one if you have a better one. Um, Carly? Let's, let's go Carly. All right. <laughs> Carly's our main girl on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. And then who's our potential stud, potential creep? Um, It's going to be Judd. Judd. No. Jesus, no, yeah, no. No. Brick? Um, Kevin? What about Kyle? Because it rhymes with like smile. Oh, it gives more rhyming opportunities? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Mile. Yeah. While. You know, there's a lot there. Carly and Kyle. Carly and Kyle. And they have a son named... Uh, Not a K word. I was going <laughs> I was going there. It's Carly with a C. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I was going. <laughs> we're the... Damn. We're the... We're Carly, Kyle, and Kevin. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. This is... <laughs> Yeah, I like tiptoeing around the the the, the fucked upness. Okay, um, that's funny. That was kicking. I love how door. you got there before I could finish. Yeah, like, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay, um, so again, uh, what I was the reason I, I said the name so I can just be more clear with yes. what I was gonna say is, so we have Carly, we have Kyle. Kyle doing the whole I can hear you singing isn't make or break. For no, it's not. So it's, we could take that out if yeah, it makes it because yeah, I do yeah. really like your idea of like. It's not just the bus driver. It's like as she's waiting for the bus on the bus stop, yeah. she's like singing, and that little boy comes up, or, or another old woman, like a really tenderly old woman, starts singing with her, and being like, she's the first one that goes, "But dear, what if?" And she's like, you know, there's a whole little bridge of like, he could be at this, he could be at that, and then Carly gets involved. She's like, he could be this or that, and then all this stuff, and then right as she's like thinking, you hear the bus comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gets on, and all of a sudden now her happiness is on the bus is like, like scary, and she sits down, and another scary guy sitting next to her or like another guy whatever sitting next to her and uh they start singing back and forth about it you know yeah like yeah that's a cool idea because also by putting like there could be like that lead in of her walking down the street there's just dynamic like people kind of just lobbing words in or or call and responses as she's walking by people you get on the bus and then you've got this fucking box with seats that you can put any different kind of person in so it like he could be a slob he could look like bob he could oh, that's be a, a great idea yeah and yeah, you're just yeah, kind of yeah, pointing yeah. to people and they're just all like these stereotypes yeah 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 um they're literally the punchlines. like yeah. there's like four guys and you know what you can do with with, 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 with this more direction but it's like you go you pan past the seats and it's literally like he could be this and it goes it could be this and you're literally like going back into the bus and you're going past the seats but as you go past each seat you're hitting a rhyme with like what kind of guy he yeah, could have been. Yeah, yeah. Like ugly or scary or handsome, but with a with a yeah. small wiener. He might <laughs> and be then a weirdo. See- <laughs> he might be a bum. He could be a guy that would never make you come. <laughs> yes. Please write that down. Please write that. And then you know what's funny when you land on that guy, he's like, what? Like he gets just picked with that like. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah, yeah. And and he's like, like a good-looking dude. It's yeah, like come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay. So, like, uh, yeah, I do like that uh, Walker, wa- uh, people walking by her give her, like, words and stuff. And then, like I said, I, do, I think there should be a turning character that pushes her onto the darker path before the bus, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, she's this woman or this. So, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. Mundane world song meets the guy on the phone. Mm-hmm. they hit it off mm-hmm. we should meet i'm off in, in half an hour or whatever cut to 
maybe she doesn't go home and get uh, no, uh, she just goes around the bus the yeah door. bursts out so she's just like ha yeah yeah um, uh, yes she bursts out it's a happy song it's like upbeat and she's singing and yeah. she's very like i'm gonna go see maybe my prince charming i'm gonna go see maybe the guy of my dreams she's singing and as she's doing this she goes he might be this and someone else goes get it girl <laughs> or whatever yeah yeah you know, it's and like, like her co-workers are filing out but they're kind of swirling around <laughs> and like throwing paper in the air and shit <laughs> and then other people on the streets are uh our co-workers or whatever are like chiming in with her like throwing her rhyme at her yeah uh, like, like really boosting her that you might be this might be the guy for you right and then she gets to the bus stop and she's waiting and there's someone she meets there who's like who's she's singing with and that person goes but what if or however she just puts a wrench in the whole thing and this other person could be an older woman. It could be another older guy. It could be another version of herself, like another young person or whatever, right? But it's like they kind of put a wrench in it and say, like, what if this? What if he's a like the worst? Or what if he's not real? And then the bus pulls up. She gets on to the bus. And as she gets on, she walks past these guys. And they're all like different versions of like a bad version of what this guy could be. Like, yeah. like you said, a bum. Uh, what's the other one you said? A bum, a weirdo, a bum, Someone a guy like, that would never make you, you come. come. And then you can think of other things too, obviously, right? Yeah, Here and there. Yeah. But it's like this bus becomes this world of like options that are bad. Right. But then like if if the seeds of doubt are sown at the bus stop. Because um, then she gets on very, I, I see her very like, oh, she starts thinking. Oh, and then she's like, maybe she's right. No, no, As no, she, no. Okay. And then th- then she starts to sing and call out all these guys. That That's she what I mean. That's them. what I mean. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. Yeah, yeah. Her just uh, herself doing it is fun, but having an external force kind of push her into the dark side yeah. is more fun to watch. Yeah, because even then, the old woman cannot get on the bus and just walk away. And then Carly gets on the bus, and as she's, I, I'm picturing her getting on. Like she was so happy a moment ago, but now she's getting on and she's walking up slowly, and she's like holding her bag like this, and she's just kind of like yeah. walking. And, and then it's like she puts of, in her fare, yeah. and the music's changing, and she get she walks into the bus. And she walks in, she like, we pan over and we see all these men sitting in the bus. Well, it's only men it's in the bus. It's just dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all the different options of what this guy could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's walking past them and she's like singing and like pointing out these other things like, you're right, what if this, what if this, what And then she sits down in the back and now she's at this negative place. She's in the back of the bus. She's thinking all these negative things. And then we can get to the stop. Okay. And then she could be at the back and then like it could kind of culminate into this thing where like almost like cameras right behind her shoulders and she's dead center. And then we see this side of the bus and this side of the bus. And she's like, should I do it? Yes, you should. Should I do it? No, you yeah, should. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah. And then, yeah. And then it just gets all crazy. Yeah. And then you just end with like a close, yeah. a close up with a wide angle. And she's like, yeah. well, well, well also, cause I was going to, oh, sorry, cool. And then, and then you just cut outside guys there with the rose. And then, uh, we stay on him. And then we stay on him, but we hear, the scene. song from the bus this and the it's distance. just like i think you're like well yeah we'll figure out and then she basically like assumes that he's a a, a chud and then well we we, we really f- make the audience feel like the ending already happened on the bus where she sits there right i, I was gonna i like your idea better i was gonna say like we just have t- one pe- person on either side of her like de- devil and angel yeah yeah but i like the two sides of the bus the two different rows of men right but it's like they don't just say yes or no they could even like add like uh, should I? Yes. Should I? No. And then she, and then the right side goes, uh, you've been excited all day. And the one on the left is like, but he might uh, use hairspray, <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. like the, they give each point one last time yeah. to really amp it up. Like they each give a point, like the right side says, this is why it could be a good thing. Yeah. Left side is like, this is why it could be a bad thing. And it goes and goes. And then she goes, stop. 
and everyone goes quiet. And you know, then the musical is like, she's like, ah, she's like really thinking, and these words are in her head, and she's like, everybody shut up. And the whole bus goes quiet. And 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 the and as soon as it goes quiet, you hear it, ding. And the bus driver turns around and goes, so? Like he literally puts her on the spot. Ooh. Like, are you gonna get uh, off the bus? You know. So he like literally puts the ultimator on her because they're at the stop now. As soon as she says stop. And then you cut outside and the bus is just driving away. And it just drives no away. Off. And you're like, oh, she made her decision. And then as we pan uh, or dolly back, we the guy comes into the shot. And he doesn't know that she was in that bus. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. She he's just sitting it. there with flowers. It. And he's a good looking dude. And he goes, you know, like uh, maybe he starts singing or maybe he gets up and throws the roses into the garbage can. And he just starts walking and has a little quick song. And you're like, well, I guess that was that. Now to go kill a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we don't just like right away. But you want to do like in the first two lines? I think it should be a little build up. Like him a little sad. So you're like, oh, so he's like, you know, like, I guess I won't meet her today. I guess she won't be the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then, yeah, do do it. Because I like that you build it up. And then he goes, I guess I'll go strangle a cat. And he walks off frame and he stays there. And you're like, wait, what? And then Finn. Or, or yeah, you could have him like, he. it's like he's walking away with his back to the camera. Like he sings for a bit. We're kind of doing the musical yeah, yeah, yeah. swoopy camera. And then he walks away from camera. His back is facing. And it's like, I guess I'll go kill a cat. And he turns around and like the, the, the fucking like, little <laughs> the vignette. Iris, yeah, Iris. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like circle and edge up on his face. his face. But he's like looking over his shoulder. And yeah. he's just kind of got this fucking maniacal look yeah. in his eye. And uh, you're like, I, you know what would be kind of funny too, though? Actually, that's great. But you know what I was thinking for a second was like, what if he's like singing a little bit? And you know how like in musical musicals, like they get so friendly with like walk, like passer on buys. People just walk by. Yeah. Is that a fucking word? Passer on buys? I don't know. Passers by. Passers by. So he's walking and then he kind of just like takes like the hot dog guy like this, like around. And he's like, I guess I'll stay single. And the guy's like, all like, you'll find someone else, buddy. He's like eating a hot dog. Yeah. And then as he's walking with this guy and he's singing the song being like, I guess I'll find her another day. And then he's and he says this and he says the cat line very like, and I guess I'll go strangle like cat. And he walks away and the guy's like, wait, what? And then it ends yeah, up. Yeah, That's yeah, another yeah, funny yeah, way to yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, okay. So we start in the office. Mundane mundane song. Uh, mundane song uh Office mundane song, uh, repetition. No, 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 no. Um, and then she hears a nice voice, hits it off. They agree to meet. Then she bursts out of the office. Sidewalk scene. Uh, bus stop. The seeds of doubt are planned, and then like it's kind of grave. She gets on the bus, and it's like a little more cautious. And the bus is like got like flickering fluorescent lights, and it's just like fucking, just sketchy all of a sudden. And then we see all the examples of the bad people she might have It's all men on the bus. And it's all men on the bus. Or, I feel like there should be some women on the bus just to offer counterpoints or like, okay, good. you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. but you know. Well, you know what you could do is, like we said, uh, her reasoning can get more and more irrational where it's like, what if it's two kids standing on each of the shoulders and there's two kids sitting there, you know? So she's literally seeing all the yeah, options yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah. she's singing, it's very seasay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's singing it and that's what she's seeing on the bus. So it could be a woman because it's like, what if it's a woman? I only tried that once in college. Like, it's very like, she's like, almost like maybe it's a woman and maybe I'm going to be curious again or whatever, you yeah. know? Like, it's like these little other options that it could be. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, exactly. And then we uh 
the bus driver, the bus stops, the bus driver. No, so no, first she sits in the back. Oh yeah, sits in the back, uh, and then There's we have like big, the big chorusy counterpoints. Right side's like you should go on this date and gives her reasons why. Left side of the bus looks at her and gives her reasons why not, and they almost battle it out through music. Yeah, and then until she goes stop. Like, that's enough. Like, everyone shut up. And the whole bus goes silent. There's a beat. And then, ding. So what's it going to be, lady? Yeah. And then we cut outside. Bus drives away. Handsome guy alone. He starts to sing. It's a fun song. We realize he's not the sketch bag. And then we reveal he is a sketch bag. And it may or may not be revealed through a hot dog vendor. Yeah. Like, either another character who kind of hears him sing the strangle a cat and be like, what or i love your idea too where it just he says it and then looks at the camera and the iris you could do both maybe even. yeah yeah like the iris closes down and it's like i guess i'll go kill a cat and then the iris like pans over to the other guy it just stays in the same size but <laughs> wait, moves over, what? Like, wait what wait <laughs> what yeah <laughs> i love that okay um yeah let's fucking write it and now call center the musical wide shot of a drab office rammed with cubicles the boilerplate of office life is on full display as lethargic workers shuffle to their desks. The camera pushes into a close-up of Carly, female, 30s, as she mentally prepares herself for the inevitable slog that is her job. An office manager, male, 50s, enters the room and proclaims, All right, team, we go live in three, two, one. Carly hits a button on her computer and it dials a number, an up-tempo song with a dash of melancholy. Carly readies herself with a sigh and begins to sing into the mouthpiece. We hear a little girl's voice answer quietly. Hello? Hello, little girl. Is mom or daddy home? If so, then maybe they could come to the phone. Hello? Hello? Click. Carly hits a button and begins another call. An old man's voice answers. Hello? Hello, kind sir. Hope you've had a good day. I've got a special offer coming your way. It's a no. But it's a really good offer. It's a no. Click. Carly hits the next call button. We hear a young woman answer. Hello, young ma'am. You sound like a teen. Would you like to save some money on a trashy magazine? It's a no. Just wait. Hear me out. It's a no. Click. Carly holds her head in her hands. The song turns into a chorus. She stands up. It's always like this... Every single day, call after call, things just don't go my way. Can you believe my godforsaken luck? No one on the other end seems to give up. Hey! The music stops. The office manager berates Carly. Less walking, more talking. Carly relents and sits back down. She glances at her screen and initiates another call, without music this time. The phone rings twice. Then a friendly voice, Kyle, 30s, answers. Hey there. Carly is taken aback by the non-standard greeting. Uh, hi? How's it going? Me? I'm okay. Another day at the office. How's it going with you? Great. I just got back from uh, band practice, actually. Oh, what do you play? Bass. Carly is shocked. She looks over at a picture in her cubicle featuring her band, and she is holding a bass guitar. No way. You too? A beat of silence. You can hear their hearts begin to beat faster. Uh, on the count of three, name your favorite bass player. One... Two, three. Victor, Victor Wooten. Ha <laughs> ha, wow. You know he's playing tonight at the Clef. I wish I could go, but I'm working. Listen, I know this is forward, but this feels like Kismet. Carly blushes. 
I'll be at the fountain across from the clef at 7 p.m. And I hope I see you there. Beat, phone click. Smash cut to exterior, Bay Street's office, moments later. The office doors burst open as Carly's colleagues run out in unison. Carly comes out behind, running and singing with glee. The office manager comes out last. Where do you think you're going? Boom, boom. I'm off to meet a man I've never seen. Get your asses back in here! The employees groan and go back inside. Maybe the one I've seen in my dreams. She runs onto the street, continuing the song. He plays the bass, hope he has a nice face. A chin with a dimple. Cut to a passerby chiming in. Hey girl, keep it simple. I'm trying to hold it in, but I need this win. Another passerby. Premarital sex is a horrible sin. Whoa now, sex. Hey, pump the brakes. Bus stops. Door opens. The driver breaks the song. You know, he could be a fake. Cut to a close-up of Carly. We hear the rumble of the bus engine as she thinks. Smash cut to interior. Bus moments later. Carly makes her way to the back of the bus, kicking her legs Broadway style. The seats are full of passengers, males of all different types. They sway and throw jazz hands enthusiastically. He could be fat, he could be bald. Cut to a short man with a really deep voice. He could be not so very tall. Back with Carly, she points at a deadbeat dad. A deadbeat dad or long lost brother. Cut to two kids wearing a trench coat. Or two kids stacked on one another. Back with Carly. He could be mean, he could be grim, he could be very, very dim. The camera lingers with a particularly dim looking man, but he doesn't sing. Cut to Carly, who sits down. He might not be politically correct. Cut to all the men, turn back and mumble shamefully. Or he could have trouble keeping it erect. The entire bus now turns around and looks at her. Each side presents their case. Give him a chance. He just wants in your pants. He might be the one. Or he could have a gun. Do it. Don't. Do it. Don't. Do it. Don't. Stop. Silence. The bus comes to a stop. The door opens. Everyone on the bus stares at her. So what's it gonna be? A beat. Cut to. Exterior. Fountain across from the cleft. Continuous. An extremely handsome man awaits by the fountain, holding a rose. He watches the bus doors close and pull away. Carly is nowhere to be seen. Kyle sighs. A sad song plays and he sings to the camera. I should have known. I'd always be alone. I'll dream of her face, I'm such a disgrace, why do I even try? He walks by a hot dog vendor, opening a can of tomatoes. Tell me, Mr. Man, does love come in a can? There's got to be more of that, I was sure, why do I even try? The hot dog vendor smiles at Kyle empathetically. Kyle walks further. We see the vendor behind. Just hang up my hat. Smother another cat. Music cuts for a moment. She'll live another day. But either way. The music comes back in. Carly is going to die. The black iris closes in on Kyle's face. But just before the circle fully shrinks to black, it shifts over to the hot dog vendor. Did he say smother a cat? The iris closes in on him. Cut to black. Finn. In conclusion. Okay, so um, it's been about four hours and you were privy to- Has it been four less hours? Less than them. It's been a while. It's I think it's been six, five. 
Oh, it's been five hours. Has yeah, it? I guess so. It's been a long time. Oh, wait. This are, we, one was, is, are we filming? Are we, oh, is this part we're, of we're doing it. We're <laughs> recapping. Okay. Oh, we'll start again, though. So it's been about five hours. Uh, it This one was not easy. I don't think so. But I think it Why ended was it up not pretty easy? fun. It was not easy because... What happened? Well, you had to think about a lot of musical stuff. And we got into references. And then we started kind of spinning our tires about recording music underneath this and like how he would do it and breaking it down and ultimately realizing we don't want to do that much work on this podcast. So I was just looking for a simple answer of like, it's because I put musical comedy in the fucking bowl. Oh, that's why I put musical comedy in the bowl. That's my fault. (laughs) I wrote it down with uh, the hope that it didn't get picked, but ultimately like I like hero's journey requires an obstacle. And I think we surmounted the, the mountain have five um but okay so we have a couple loose song references in there that don't really matter but you kind of get the vibe of what what they're going to be and and the tone that we're after for those songs and ultimately we we stuck with the the sort of structure that we set out to to do which is kind of cool um do you feel like because that's what my goal was when we started was like i want to end off with songs that i like you know what I mean? Like, I want to be like, I want to have songs with melodies that are fun. Yeah. Like when we said musical co- musical comedy and I started, because I, my thing is, okay, what musical comedies do I like? And that, the Scrubs episode came to mind or the School of Rock film came to mind. Or, and the uh, See My Vest, Mr. See Burns Vest and the Simpsons. Sim- that whole, there was a, that was a musical episode, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and then also uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which oh, is one yeah. of the funniest musical comedy episodes. Nightman Cometh. yeah. Uh, and then they did another one actually you should watch in season 12 or 13 where it's like the gang goes black where they wake up like freaky friday but they're in like it's a it's a political commentary about like them waking in, up in bodies uh, of like like there's black people yeah and that's who they are and now they're singing it's a musical but they're also trying to figure out like racism as right. they're doing it so it's really right. interesting are the other actors playing them yeah wow so, but they cut back and forth though oh. so it cuts to they're doing this doing the singing though so whenever it cuts to them like we're seeing them who they are but the world sees them as uh, i see i see i see Sorry, the reason I bring that up is because all my favorite musicals are like just so many catchy songs that I want yeah, to hum. Yeah, in like Team America and the whole like Trey Parker thing. Never like seen those songs. That, but yeah, or yeah, like any any the South Park yeah, things. Like yeah. they're like he's also a very good songwriter. So, yeah. and again, like we they don't write in fucking one afternoon like we just did. Yeah, but that yeah. was so fun. Man. It was really fun. It was like really when we fun. clicked. It wasn't fun for a good hour and a half in the middle where we were like trying to figure out should we. Like we just couldn't find, we weren't on the same page of melodies. And I think that took a while to be like, should, what it, what it should be. And we both didn't have the right references, but we took that little break in the middle and we just started like riffing break. <laughs> and we took we started riffing. And I think that what, that's what's, that's what got us to like, okay, this is fun now. This yeah, is like, yeah. And it's the equivalent of like when you're writing for hours and hours alone, you go for a walk cause you yeah. get a wall and then you look at a dog peeing that's my climax that's what that's what's gonna happen the yeah. dog's gonna pee and then the universe will fold in on itself yeah, yeah. how's that script going uh, horribly horribly i need i need a, a walk desperately <laughs> yeah um that'd be kind of funny if that's how all your endings are you just go for a walk and whatever you see you're like that's the ending that's the ending um car crash but uh dark um our our thing ended dark we didn't yeah i I think that's like our vibe we like dark shit so things are gonna go dark yeah but But, uh, we came to a nice dark ending like yeah it's like sweet 
because the song because that's what it is when we thought about the dark ending we had an idea that we will go dark we didn't have a song the song helped it get so dark because it's like you're like oh what a what a oh, what a song you know you're like into it I, I think so you're like really into this character and then he ends up with carly is going to die yeah yeah it's so good it's like yeah it's fun yeah. i i would i would watch this i think I'd it could be this. really beautiful it made me think too like the whole thing on the bus and everyone like jazz handing to back her up and like the left side of the bus convincing her one way and the right side of the bus the other way in a way this it's a much more subdued version of that but uh did you ever watch roy anderson's movies mm, who's that he's like the swedish guy who was like a pretty big commercial director in sweden and he made a feature like early in his career and then later on started making these crazy features of like he'll build sets in his basement that are like crazy matte painting force perspective shit and just shoot stuff over a long period of time and he makes these incredibly weird fucking scandinavian films and uh there's one called songs from the second floor and there's this scene on the in that movie where there are a bunch of people on a subway just like kind of idly staring ahead and then they all just start singing opera in unison it's oh, wow. just this really fucking beautiful moment yeah and I, I'm glad that we landed there. I don't even I didn't even bring it up, but uh, it. Uh, you said I'm, we I'm were glad it got in there. we were thinking that'd be cool to have a quick back and forth with like the bus and pointing it out. And then you said, "See my vest," and I was like, "Yes." Yeah. 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 See my vest. I got Look at me. Let's just see these loafers, former yeah, gophers. Loafers. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. That's that was good. That was fun, man. Making up those melodies again, like. I don't know how it's going to feel when I listen back to this when, you know. Yeah, I'm nervous some... about like us singing a cappella or whatever, but maybe we'll figure something out uh, in the in the interim. But, you know, there's there's only so much you can do in a day. And I feel like we really kind of yeah. did a lot in a day. So see, the thing is, and this goes, this is literally literally the thesis of this podcast is that we're not showing an end product. That's yes. how I go into this is like, and not to say that it's going to be bad. I just think if you then take this script with the a cappella, that's the point of this podcast. We mm-hmm. can, this is how much we have. And yeah, if we had a chance for a second draft, third draft, and then also a chance to then take that third draft and go to a studio. Because mm. musicals aren't written like this specifically. They You do need... We didn't have an instrument here. Like You know what I mean? Well, that, I, th- I think it'd be cool to... If like, you know, down the road when we've got this completely dialed, um, have a, a like a musical director guest or something who is like playing we have a keyboard hooked up and they're kind of doing it live that's freaking and, genius yeah, yeah and we could because just we could riff it together because you know, it, it took us forever to get to the music we yeah, just needed yeah. the music at the, the beginning melodies. just the melodies yeah and it's kind of stupid Once we did that, that this it was guy like, who's like you know a uh, half hour ago i'm like oh you know i toured uh, europe and uh canada i'm like pretty well versed in uh, music and yeah, then but I you don't weren't even performing like fucking melody, one yeah. man musicals that's every true. night. That's <laughs> true. That's true. But it was a lot harder than I even, you know, anticipated. I was, was confident, man. I, yeah. You know what made me confident is doing like because of our improv show where we did the, the musical that uh, the the Tony moment. Yeah. No, Tony moment. Oh, Tony moment. You did Hoedown and Tony Yeah, moment. I did two musical yeah, things. Yeah. And again, I know I don't have a voice and you'll hear it in the fucking reading of the script where I'm not singing any of it. I'm not a good singer, but I think I understand music. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's I know. yeah, the structure is clear. Yeah. It's all kind of in our DNA, but yeah. yeah. Uh and like I don't know what I would say like I missed or wish we did because Yeah, one what how about this? Your favorite thing and your one thing we wish we could have done better. I oh it's really tough. I think I just like the the blow line of my favorite thing is the vendor at the end. Did for he some say? Uh, what is he yeah, saying? and he's like, did he say he's his mother or cat? cat? 
and just like the vignette circling around his yeah, face yeah, yeah. and then on, on Kyle's face at the end and then just panning over to the vendor just to have that little blow line. I just think that's so silly and that kind of like really puts the the silly cherry on the silly cake. Um, it's absurdity. It's absurdity and that's where I always like to play. Um, again, I'm, I would love- I rue the day we have to write a drama. <laughs> I put that in the bowl today too, so. I, I, I face my fears. No, I, I, hey, man, the musical comedy, when you picked it, I was, for a moment, I'm like, do we have to, I think we have to repick. But yeah. then then I was like, I, imagine the feeling at the end of all this when we come out with a script, yeah. with a musical comedy yeah. script. And I think we got a solid one. Yeah. So what do you wish you we could have done different or could have been better? Or I looks? think it was just getting to the melodies a little quicker. I think it would have offered us more riffing time because we spent time just kind of like shooting melodies into the air and that wasn't clicking and if we had just been like oh we have these four pre-programmed mm -hmm. things or whatever or someone just like here's a here's a sad one here's a happy one yeah, yeah. we could have just riffed more and like i'm happy with the lyrics i think they're funny but like there's definitely a thousand more jokes there's definitely like way more to paint yeah. that in but again first draft yeah these lyrics are dump, super yeah, first dumpster draft. diving yeah. for scripts yeah like it's it's what Tim Hortons, the bagels they don't sell that day. They just chuck them in a dumpster, but they're still totally good to Our eat. Our lyrics yeah. are like Tim Hortons day-old bagels. Yeah. I love it. Die for that um, shit. Yeah, no, the musical thing you said was just really, uh, that'd be pretty cool, is um, if we know that this episode for sure is a musical, and the only thing we're putting the prompts in the bowl are like the genre yeah, musical the or the actor, character or whatever, yeah, yeah, or the actor, the yeah. Like other yeah. kind of prompt uh, yeah. instead of genre. Yeah. And then we have this musical person here, like with a piano sitting here, and it's uh it's the whole episode is like let's do this episode let's write the script but he's here to, as a third writer yeah and eventually we'll get like a, a radio drama dj who can just play the textures underneath and then just everything is done live and there's Ooh, no editing that's pretty cool yeah yeah let's work uh we need me undies to sponsor us me undies <laughs> yeah yeah um what about yeah. you your favorite thing and one thing that we you, wish we did we wish you did um favorite thing is the songs because i just uh i love coming up with that stuff and i think it's because i didn't live the life you lived so for me anytime i get to do musical stuff I'm, i I used to always run away from it until i started started doing improv um and now it's like it's so fun like yeah no 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 like just playing around be like oh that'd be funny or even the opening one we both clicked that was the easiest, easiest one to click where we we're like dun dun Dun, dun. Hello, little girl. It's yeah. basically Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. That's yeah, what I was yeah, picturing. Yeah. That's and yeah, that hundred percent. And that's the thing with that's the thing with musical com uh, sorry musical comedies. That's the emphasis on comedy because you can rip some things off or kind of not rip but like get inspired because the fun is like you're doing a different take on it and it's not to be taken seriously. Well, yeah, it's like Weird Al, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you were if we were doing a um a, a musical drama, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's like Les Miserables. Like you yeah. gotta come up with the good songs and they have to move the story along. Yeah. But what I loved is musical comedy and we got to just make funky, funny little th moments of yeah. song. You just lean into the And stupid. play the tropes yeah. that we love, yeah. you know, yeah. the, of, of musical comedies. So that was my favorite thing, just doing that. Cause again, like I don't get to do that much often. Mm -hmm. Um, And my least, I'm a broken record, but my least favorite thing or my thing I wish for is like, again, if we had more time, like more pages maybe even to write. Cause there's moments in this where I'm like, it should be stretched for another page. Like even the her singing up to the bus stop, I wish there was more. Oh yeah, her on the bus the a color. bit. I wish it was more. Her on the phone with the guy. We talked about it. Their love story could have been developed more. Yeah, but maybe that's something I feel like I wish we had done more. Is just 
making it a bit more realistic re- not so much realistic but just giving like laying the the breadcrumb trail to like getting them into that headspace <clears throat> but we did come back with the carly's gonna die so this like the reason why this guy was so hot to do it is right, that he right, knew right. he knew it was carly and he was gonna kill her so yeah. like it does kind of our absurdity up. saved our absurdity exactly yeah well no, yeah yeah good work thank you for listening Blue Sky Podcast is produced by Adil Shamsi and John O'Hunter, edited by Justin Stevenson, and this voiceover was recorded by Kevin Brown. If you have an idea for a prompt, email us at thebluskypodcast at gmail.com or DM us at thebluskypodcast on Instagram. The Blue Sky Podcast is an independent show, so please like and subscribe and tell your friends. Please.